Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. All right, thank you so much, psalmists. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. That's a great Joshua Aaron song from Israel. I was just uh, watching Joshua Aaron, a couple videos from him today. Uh, in fact, uh, from where he lives, right near the Kinneret, otherwise known as the Sea of Galilee. I love Joshua Aaron's music. It's just so beautiful. And uh, Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, and that indeed is what Yeshua is. Was and is, right? He came, God with us. And so beautiful. Thank you so much, musicians. And in fact, we're going to be talking a little bit about Yeshua. We're going to be talking about something interesting. I got to tell you, beloved, I really get the sense that this is a message that is going to speak to a lot of people. I really, if you, if you have social media, send a, send a tweet out or, or throw something on your Facebook saying, hey, send them the link here to the Bethel site. Uh, on YouTube, say, you need to tune in today, or even after you've heard this message and after you've heard this, been in this service, if you think it will minister to somebody, I want you to send it uh, to, to other people because, man, our world needs God. My goodness. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed out there, people are hurting. People are hurting. There's incredible division uh, all around in our country, and man, people need God. And it's so interesting because we're going to be examining a little bit today something very interesting from Yeshayahu, Isaiah, if you'd like to go ahead and start turning to it, Isaiah 42. We're going to look at a prophecy that is from uh, the book of Isaiah, the Jewish prophet Isaiah from the Tanakh, that very clearly is a prophecy about the Messiah who is to come. Uh, one, of the, one of the clues we have is God refers to him as my chosen one. Oftentimes that is indicative of, okay, we've got a prophecy about the Messiah here. So let's read a little bit about this prophecy. We're going to dig into this. Man, I tell you what, Bruce, I'm going to be honest with you. This message ministered to me. This message blessed me and, and spoke to me and encouraged me. And I hope it does uh, all of you as well because it's the heart of God. Isaiah chapter 42, starting in verse 1. Again, from the Tanakh, but a prophecy about the Messiah. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one, in whom my soul delights. God the Father is speaking. I have put my ruach, my spirit, on him. He will bring justice to the nations. And if read in Hebrew, it says goim there. And so you could almost say to the Gentiles there too. He will not cry out or raise his voice or make his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break. A smoldering wick he will not snuff out. 
He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not be disheartened or crushed until he establishes justice on earth. The islands will wait for his Torah. Mm. Whew, boy, that's deep and interesting. I have in my notes, Richard, deep and interesting. It's like, whoa, that's, that's kind of weighty. And, and wow, what all does that mean? And I can definitely see in this uh, a prophecy of Yeshua because we see within things that describe some of the attributes of Yeshua. Uh, and so it's very beautiful and, and meaningful, but, but even more so even than on, at first glance. And we're going to examine this a little bit today on the Shabbat. And I just hope it blesses you. It's interesting because in the Brich Hadashah, in the New Covenant, if we follow the story in the life of Yeshua, there comes a time, an incident. There's, the, there's something that happens. Of course, Yeshua was all over uh, the land of Israel, what we know as Israel today. And there is a story within the, the New Covenant, the Brich Hadashah, that has within it one of the most honest and relatable moments, I think, in all of Scripture. It's just, man, it's so honest. It's almost visceral. I feel it. If you really think about it, I want you to work with me and, and really kind of putting yourself in the place of what we're, where we're going to be reading. Man, you can feel it. You can feel it, and it's deep. There was a father that we read about in the Hadashah, an earthly father, and this father loved his son. He loved his son very much, Unequivocally, you can tell by uh, the 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 um, uh, what happened, the uh, uh, the context. Clearly, he cared for his son, and he spent years and years caring for him, caring for his son, despite something that was very very dark within his son. So, in time, he brought his son to Yeshua for potential healing. Okay, so let's pick up the story here and, oh, just I want you to feel this father a little bit. Mark, please, chapter 9, the book of Mark, in the Hadashah, chapter 9, Nueve, por favor, uh, Mark chapter 9, <laughs> uh, chapter 17, we'll pick up the story here, and it says, and a man from the crowd answered him, teacher or rabbi? I brought you my son who has a spirit that makes him mute. He can't speak. His son can't speak. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, and becomes stiff. I told your disciples to drive it out, but they couldn't. Hmm. Oh, already, I've read this story a lot, and even in, in, in this week preparing, and it still gives me chills. Just to, just to imagine, Brian, Brian, you're a dad. You know, imagine, imagine as a father, and you've been working, and, and you've been with a son, and this is intense. Uh, you know, you can hear the heart of the father here, desperate for his son. This young man had an evil spirit within him. But Yeshua was now there. Let's continue in the story in uh, verse 20. They brought the boy to Yeshua when the spirit that was in the boy, the evil spirit, when the spirit saw him, immediately it threw the boy into a convulsion. 
the boy fell to the ground and began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. Oh, my. Yeshua asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? Here you go. Since he was a child, the man answered, since he was a child. It has often thrown him into fire or water to destroy him. Oh my gosh. In this, you can hear the desperation of the father. You can hear the desperation of the father. We read in the book of Luke regarding the same story that this was his only child. This had afflicted his son since his son was very, very young. Can you even imagine the grief and the pain that this father had experienced? Because it had been a long time. He had been dealing with this with his son, whom he loved, clearly. How do we know that he loved him so? Because even after all these years of the son doing this in him, he's still seeking help for his son. That's unbelievable dedication. Can you even begin to fathom the desperation and the hurt that this father had for his son? And yet, still he is here seeking freedom for his son. Think now how many things he must have tried. The father surely has tried everything in the book. He probably went to every doctor, every spiritualist, every person that had any chance of healing his son and removing this evil spirit that was disabling him like this. He tried so many things, but it only tells you that he had so many disappointments. Disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. In fact, even right before he's talking to Yeshua, he had sought help from Yeshua's disciples right before, and they were unable to help him. The scriptures tell us. Can you even imagine how unbelievably discouraging that is? How painful that is. You have to hear and to feel the heart of this father. The desperation. The weariness. And yet, the hope. <laughs> and yet the hope he hadn't given up. Then, in what could only seem like desperation, he finally made his request to Yeshua. Verse 22b, but if you can do anything, have compassion and help us. If you can, Yeshua said to him, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father cried out, I believe! Help my unbelief! 
Oh my gosh. My heart is breaking at this point. I feel this father. I relate to this father. I believe. Help my unbelief. It's so interesting because these statements are contrary to each other. But yet, we intuitively understand exactly what he's saying. My God, my God, I want to believe. My God, I want to believe. But so much has happened. I've been through so much with my son. I've hoped before only to have been crushed. But I believe, I believe. Help my unbelief, help me. I'm hurting for him. It's so unbelievably authentic. It's this father's reaction is so amazingly genuine. My friends, honestly, I think that to a greater or lesser extent, all of us have been here at one time or another. We've all been in a place where we know the truth. We know God cares. We know God can intercede. But it's just so hard to believe that he will and that he truly does care you can tell by this reaction that this guy was a broken man. It's crystal clear. This was a broken man. This guy was clearly not perfect. But my gosh, he was trying the best that he could. He was mustering all the faith that he had. And then he asked Yeshua to help him with his unbelief. That is so pure and beautiful. It also was a really good move. <laughs> Let's continue in verse 25. When Yeshua saw that a crowd was gathering fast, he rebuked the unclean spirit, telling it, I command you, deaf and mute spirit, come out of him and do not ever enter him again. After howling and shaking the boy wildly, it came out. The boy became so much like a corpse that many were saying he's dead. No, but Yeshua took him by the hand and lifted him up. And the boy stood up. The boy was delivered. The father's prayer was answered. Despite the father being a broken vessel and not perfect, Yeshua had delivered his son. Wow, what a moment that must have been. I surely want to see that one on DVD in heaven. <laughs> now for just a moment, let's go back. Let's think about what we read a little bit earlier because it relates to this story completely. Let's think about that prophecy from Yeshayahu, the book of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, and in that prophecy that I read at the beginning of the message, how do we know for sure 
that this was a word that was spoken about Yeshua the Messiah? How do we know for sure that this was a prophecy of Messiah? Well, the words of Isaiah, these very words that I read a little bit earlier, are quoted exactly by Matthew right after Yeshua had healed a man with a paralytic hand. You can turn to Matthew chapter 12. As a side note, anybody who tells you that the, if, if somebody tells you that the old covenant is, is done and, and gone away with enough for today, don't walk, run. That, that is Marcion heresy. The new covenant quotes the old covenant all the time. Without the old, you cannot understand the new. Matthew chapter 12, starting in verse 15. Let's hear what Matthew says regarding Yeshua right after he healed this man with a paralytic hand. Verse 15, knowing this, Yeshua went away from there, and large crowds followed him, and he healed them all. Wow. And he sternly warned them not to make him known. Remember? This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, saying... And now he's going to quote exactly those verses, those four verses we read in Isaiah. But here it is in Matthew chapter 12, verse 18. Here is my servant whom I choose, uh, uh, chose, the one I love, in whom my soul takes delight. I will put my ruach, my spirit, upon him, and he shall proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A crushed reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out until he brings forth justice to victory, and in his name the nations shall hope. Yes. And that's, again, a translation of the Gentiles shall hope in him too. Mm -hmm. Beloved, as Yeshua was going around, he healed everyone who came to him. And how does Isaiah speak of Yeshua in this prophecy? He says something very interesting about the Moshiach. He says, a crushed, or it's sometimes translated a crushed or bruised reed, he will not break. A smoldering wick, he will not snuff out. Beloved, the boy's father was undoubtedly a bruised reed. This man was a smoldering wick. He wanted to believe. He wanted to believe for his son, but he was struggling. He was so hurt. He was so tired. He was so wearisome. And doubt crept in. He was not perfect. He was not a shamash. He was not a chavarah leader. He was not a musician. He was not a rabbi. My God, he was trying his best. I believe. Help my unbelief. He was so honest. And how did Yeshua respond to him? You saw how he responded to him. He healed his son. Because Isaiah says that the Messiah 
will not break a bruised reed. He will not snuff out a smoldering wick. Mishpacha, some of you are so weary. Some of you have lost some hope. Some of you are just so tired of everything. Maybe it's this pandemic. Maybe it's a situation that's in your life. Perhaps it's a, perhaps it's a bad habit that you just have not been able to shake. You want to do what's right. You want to have hope that you can beat it, that you can survive it, that you can overcome it. You want to believe that there can be provision that there can be healing, that the master's hand can touch you. I believe. But at the same time, circumstances are such that belief is hard. Your past failures make it difficult to have faith. Maybe you've almost forgotten what it feels like to have peace. Shalom in a certain area of your life. Beloved, say to Yeshua, help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. My friends, it's not a sign of failure. It's an admission. It's an admission that you are a bruised reed. It's a confession that you are a smoldering wick. But I have good news for you, my brother and sister. Yeshua did not come. Yeshua did not come to break the bruised reed. So saith the prophet Isaiah. He did not come to snuff out the smoldering wick. Why did Yeshua come? He tells us. John chapter 10. Oh, beloved, he tells us why he came. John chapter 10. Verse 10, Yeshua says this. The thief comes only to steal, slaughter, and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. Yes, abundantly. Whoo! <laughs> See, my friend, God loves you. Yeshua loves you. Do you hear his heart for you? Just like you feel his heart for this father. See, my friends, we are all bruised reeds. We are all imperfect. We all need help. We all need the master to supernaturally touch us. 
But we must be honest. Just like this father, we must not give up. He kept going. He persevered. We must seek God for the answers. We must turn to him. We must have faith and believe. We must not live in condemnation. When it comes to where we lack, we must confess it to God. We must confess it to him. We must admit it and ask him for his divine help. I believe, I believe, help my unbelief, because he will. The title of my message is Bruised Reads. Let's bow our heads. I want to ask if you're watching this service or listening to it right now and maybe you feel like man I am a bruised reed I am I am I'm at the breaking point in certain areas and I just feel bruised I'm hurt I'm I'm tired I'm frustrated I'm weary if that's you this message is for you a bruised reed he will not break. That's our Messiah. That's our Messiah, my friends. He loves you so much. Be honest with him. Don't give up. Have that faith in whatever area that is. It might just be in general. You know, just maybe tired, both sick and tired. Sick and tired of everything going on. Man, if you're weary like that, hang on, hang on, hang on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That father went to a gazillion places trying to get some relief for his son. He could have given up, and his son would have stayed that way, but he didn't give up. And he had enough faith to keep going. He had enough belief to keep going, but he was not perfect. Help my unbelief. Help my unbelief. That's what you got to say to God too. Help my unbelief, Lord. If you're watching or listening to this right now, just take a moment and close your eyes. And as I said, this, this message really ministered to me. It was a blessing, you know. Whew, it seems like it was just stood out for right now, this season. Lord, I believe. Claim it. Believe it but acknowledge, Lord, help my unbelief. Help me, Lord, help me. Help me, Lord, help me. I need your help. He'll help you. <laughs> He'll help you. He'll help your unbelief. You take one step to God, he, he takes many steps towards you. That's how, that's how he rolls. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for each person who's watching who may be weary who may have a situation that's hard, that they're frustrated with, maybe a bad habit they've just not been able to, to break and they want to do what's right, but they've been struck. Lord, please help them. Help their unbelief. Help their lack of faith. God, they're asking. Take the step of asking God. I have faith, Lord. Help me have more faith. Help me believe. Help me. Help me, God. Help me. 
God loves when you say that to him. It also, you know, in and of itself, it shows you're humble. When you say help me to somebody, it shows that you can't do it yourself. Oof. That's what he's looking for. Turn to me, God says. In Yeshua's name, there may be somebody who's watching or listening who's never said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah. If that's you and you've never said a prayer to receive him as your Moshiach and you'd like to, repeat this prayer after me. He's there for you right now. Get ready to believe. Say, dear God, repeat this prayer. I humble myself before you and I ask Yeshua to come into my heart. I believe he's risen again, sitting at your right hand. Forgive me of my sins, God. I'm sorry. I'll live the rest of my days for you. Thank you, God, in Yeshua's name. If you said that prayer for the first time, please send us an email. We just want to celebrate with you and rejoice at what the Lord has done in your life. God, I thank you for this word. I thank you, Lord, for, for the revelation of us being these bruised reeds but knowing that the Messiah didn't come to crush us he came to save us he came to deliver us he didn't come out to snuff out that that smoldering wick Lord but rather to bring more fire how appropriate during the end of Hanukkah here thank you God for this we love you Lord with all of our hearts and we ask these things in the name of Yeshua our Messiah Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah or how you can become part of our Bethlehem family, please visit our website at www.bethlehem.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L.org, or call. 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services, Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and Shalom. Nine, 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 nine.